0: Hello, everyone. This is Gia, your host for this week's Creative Spiritual Journey podcast. I'm not sure when this podcast will be published or when you will listen to it, but for me right now, it's early January, a traditional time for New Year's resolutions. Personally, I'm not that big on resolutions, especially when they're made in January. It's cold and dark. I want to sleep longer and read more. And the days are so short, it seems like it's hard to get anything done. Who decided New Year should be in January anyway? Actually, I know the answer to that because I looked it up. January, as the start of the new year, was a kind of arbitrary decision made in 45 BC by Julius Caesar and later endorsed by Pope Gregory VIII. Aren't you glad to know that? Okay, maybe not really. Here's what I think. It's hard to make resolutions in January that require a lot of energy because winter is a time for rest, a time to focus on the internal. It's a great time for making plans or growing roots, but not necessarily getting anything done that requires a lot of energy. So if you make resolutions in January, Be gentle with them and with yourself. Meditate on them as a way to create them spiritually before jumping right in. Practice with them and then modify as needed. Then when spring comes, you will actually have the energy to get going. I would have picked spring for the new year if I'd been Julius Caesar. New things bud in the spring. It's a great time for new growth and a new plan. That's just what makes sense to me. There are some people who like the idea of the new year being in the fall when all the harvest is done. I might be able to go with that, and it would be a way better time for resolutions than the middle of winter. Now, with all this said, if you love New Year's resolutions or have one going that's working for you, don't let anything I'm saying stop you. Keep going, girl. I'm cheering you on. So let me get to the point I'm trying to make, and that is, I'm not writing this particular podcast in January because it's the new year. I'm writing it in January because this is the month Judy and her husband are starting their mission in Durban, South Africa. And while Judy is having all kinds of experiences and spiritual growth, I decided to see if I could in any way mirror Judy's journey with a home journey of my own. And I thought some of you might like to join me on a similar journey because I suspect most of you are at home in your usual lives just like me. So, have you ever heard of people picking a word for the year? It's a thing, I guess. So I have picked a word for my two-year journey, and that word is deliberately. I'm going on a creative spiritual journey, and I plan to walk deliberately. That's actually two words. So let me rephrase. The theme words I have picked for the next two years are to walk deliberately. I picked the words walk deliberately because I liked the sound. Walk deliberately. I hear purpose and substance and power. I decided to look up the definition for deliberate. And after doing that, I knew I had picked the right words for my journey. Here's the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary Definition of Deliberate. A. With full awareness of what one is doing, in a way that is intended or planned. With full awareness of what one is doing. I love that. I'm going to have a plan for my journey. Now listen to Part B. In a way that is not hurried, slowly and carefully. Part B is where I knew I had the right word for me. I am always in a hurry. I want everything done, not right now, but yesterday. So my goal for the next two years is to walk deliberately on this journey of life. I'm going to have specific intentions, and I'm not going to be in a hurry. In fact, Judy has already been gone for almost two weeks, and I'm still getting my thoughts put together. I will be ready when I'm ready. It's still the heart of winter. It's cold and dark. The bears are still hibernating. The honey is sticky. And I have a cup of peppermint tea to drink before it gets cold. So let me be clear. My word deliberate doesn't mean I can't go with the flow of life or have any spontaneity. To the contrary, going with the flow is something I hope to do deliberately. So, I can't talk about walking deliberately without reading some Henry David Thoreau. This comes from his book Walden. He says, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life, and see if I could not learn what it had to teach, and not when I came to die discover that I had not lived. I did not wish to live what was not life. Living is so dear. Nor did I wish to practice resignation unless it was quite necessary. I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. Hmm. Does that make you want to live deliberately? To suck out all the marrow of life? You don't have to go into the woods, though I would highly recommend you do sometimes. Or at least go to your garden or someone else's garden if you don't like yours. Thoreau says we need to live our lives deliberately so we don't miss what's important, and being in nature is so important. But in general, if we don't do things deliberately, life just slips by. You know how it is. I remember being in my late 20s and a newly divorced single mom living with my parents in Southern California. And I looked back over the year and realized that the first time since I was five, I hadn't gone skiing. That may not sound too important to some of you, but I realized I had to make it a priority if I wanted it to happen. I had to make it happen, or it wouldn't. So here's my plan for the next two years while Judy is on her mission and I'm left at home. I'm going on a two-year journey of my own. And my plan is to set goals that will help me walk deliberately with Jesus Christ and to help me grow in a deeper relationship with Him. So before I tell you about my plan, I want to switch words for a moment and talk about the word walk and what that word has to do with being in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Here is a quote I love from Emily Bell Freeman from the October 2023 conference. Quote, When the Lord called Enoch to journey through the land and testify of him, Enoch hesitated. He was blinded by what was broken in him. The Lord's answer to what hindered him was simple and immediate. Walk with me. Like Enoch, we must remember that the one who was bruised and broken for us will allow mortality to do its work in us. But he didn't ask us to face those challenges alone. No matter the heaviness of our story or the current course of our path, he will invite us to walk with him. End quote. Oh, those words make my heart sing. Each of us is invited to walk with God. I love it, and I want to make sure it happens. And by the way, did you know that there is a whole topical guide section on walking with God? Check it out sometime. It's good. Now, I know walking with God doesn't feel literal, but honestly, I don't believe the line between the spiritual and the physical is as defined as we think sometimes. So once again, I'm going on a two-year journey, and my plan is to set goals that will help me walk deliberately with Jesus Christ. Think about it. You really get to know someone when you go on a journey with them. So right now, I have five things on my list that I'm going to implement deliberately or more deliberately than I've done before. And I believe they're going to help me be in relationship and walk with Jesus Christ. And I have to say that they may change or be refined as I go. I'm not writing them in stone. But for right now, they are one. Scripture study, journaling, prayer, meditation, As well as selected secular reading and study. Two, ministering to the little community around my home and hopefully to my podcast listeners. Three, growing closer to the natural world and living seasonally. Four, building a house with my fabulous man. Wow, won't that be an adventure? And five, caring for my body, mind, and spirit with good food herbs, water, and of course, by actually walking. So someone, I'm not sure who, put up a little tree in our chapel with a stack of papers next to it and a note that said, make a spiritual New Year's resolution. And the idea was that you write your resolution on a piece of paper and stick it on a tree. This is a very cute idea and a sweet thought. But I want to say that I'm learning more and more how important our physical bodies are to our spiritual lives. I don't believe you should work on one area to the exclusion of the other. For example, I have building a house with my husband on my list, and you might wonder how that's going to help me grow closer to my Savior. For Kirk and me, it's a time to use our creative gifts. We are creating a beautiful place to live, And because our little piece of land is surrounded by so much natural beauty, I feel responsible to build something to the best of my ability that reflects the beauty around me. As a daughter of God, I am a natural creator. It's part of my character. The house project is also a time to practice patience, faith, and love. Not everyone has a big project like this but everyone has something they can deliberately create in their lives, even if it's creating dinner or maybe a big mess. The idea is create it deliberately in relationship with Jesus Christ. Over the next two years, I will be sharing my thoughts, accomplishments, progress, summits, sunburns, maybe a little dehydration, and whatever other adventures and obstacles I come across on this journey. And just to be clear, the journey isn't about getting anywhere. It's about what I become. I hope you will make your own plan, goals, resolutions, whatever you call them, and join me as we walk deliberately on a journey of becoming, of becoming our best selves, of becoming more like our Savior. It doesn't matter what time of year you join us or when you find this podcast. Start where you are. I would simply recommend you keep the literal seasons and the seasons of your life in mind as you evaluate the energy you are able to put towards your goals. If you aren't sure what I'm talking about, I will go into this topic more in future podcasts because seasonal living is one of my favorite topics. So thanks for joining me for this Creative Spiritual Journey podcast. Right now, this time of year, I'm savoring any time I get to spend in the winter sun and relishing my cup of peppermint tea next to the wood-burning stove. Sending love to you all. Please follow our podcast. Namaste.